baby. Like, it's going to be hard. This world is not meant for us. This is not our stopping point. Fun doesn't have to be linked to sin. Yeah. Like, I don't think people understand that. It's your purpose. Like, yeah. there's this much in you and some. Hey guys, welcome to the first ever episode of the Holy Ish podcast. Ish meaning I serve him. We're not preachers, we're not teachers. We just here to reach you. And that's still heavy on the holy and heavy on the ish, okay? Period. <laughs> Y'all are just so funny. Y'all are so cute. Today, guys, we are talking about enduring the hallway. The hallway meaning those times where we feel low, but we know God is working, but something ain't right. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. As Christians, I feel like we we know our place and we know we're God's children and we know that we can ask him for anything. And so personally, I came off of a celebration season, of a winning season. It was thing after thing after thing after thing, graduation, missions trip, this, 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 to where now I'm feeling like, okay, now I'm kind of going through it. Like, I'm off of a spiritual high that doesn't take away from the goodness of God or the grace of God, but I'm going through it. And I don't know really how that feels to like feel like I'm not winning. To add to that, I always feel like once the enemy knows that his previous test and his previous, you know, obstacle didn't work, as soon as he see you following down God's plan, he like, oh, now I gotta find something else. And he gonna keep hitting that one thing that he knows gonna get you. I will also say that just because we're followers of Christ, it says in the word that that doesn't mean that we're not going to face tribulations. So remembering that even like the times where we don't feel like we're in our best season, it's still a part of the plan, and we know the results of the plan is that we're going to win with Christ. So just keeping that in mind. And the hardest part of it is that time frame. Like we're so quick to want to say, oh, by this time. I'm going to have this done and I'm going to have this done when nothing has a time limit to it. It's simply, I know at some point I'm going to have greater. If I had, I just came from all of this winning, I know what it feels like now, so I know what it will be like when I get to it again. But I can't constantly have that because that's not true faith. That's mm -hmm. not, you don't have any stipulations or anything to overcome or any things that really test your faith with him. You got to still continue to show him that I believe in you, though all, Though I'm going through all of these different things, I still trust in you and I know my better is coming. Yeah. What's the point of having faith? Or how can you say that you have faith if it's never tested? Exactly. exactly. That's, yeah. That's a word. So would you say that the whole purpose of enduring the hallway <laughs> is growing your faith? Or you becoming rooted in it? Uh -huh. Because think about it, certain things that we buy, like for example, car parts or things like that, a lot of times, or shoot, even uh, appliances, they work better over time mm -hmm. and by using them. So we gotta use our tools, you know, mm -hmm. during those. But why, what else do y'all do in those times? Like, I know we reach out to each other, we should be good to But, um, and we pray. Let's talk about that. We pray and we fast, but is there another thing that y'all feel like keeps your mind at ease? during those moments, because you don't want to fall. Mm -hmm. I feel like for me personally, I definitely have to have those one-on-one -on -one talks. It's like, look, I know this is temporary. And that's my that's been my phrase all 2023, this is temporary. Mm -hmm. This is temporary because 
just because you get over one hurdle don't mean you're not about to jump into your next hurdle. It's just one thing after another. So it's like, yeah, I know I'm going through this, but it won't, it won't be long from now. Basically. It won't be long from now. <laughs> <laughs> it literally it won't. As long as I can get through this part, I know I can get to the next one. It's, and once you remember, if I got through this, I know I can get through yeah. that. Yeah. So once we get through those battles, some battles are easier than others, and it's that having the group of friends that we have, or being able to have the outlet, that's what makes it easier. I'm not ever saying it's easy, exactly. but it, it makes it easier. So if, if I was telling someone who didn't have a friend group, is try to find your niche. Yeah. Yes. Find your support. Because one person doing it alone is gonna take 10 times as hard as you having 10 people helping you. Not even saying 10 people, two, one more person. Somebody to help you keep you on track, pray for you when you don't feel like praying for yourself. Yes. And that's one thing about it. Like, God did not send us here to navigate this life by ourselves. Okay. Like, if you need somebody, he's gonna send you somebody. Like, I asked him to send me somebody. He sent me eight beautiful okay. people. <laughs> like, I just needed one person and he sent me so many. Like, people be saying, like, he do exceedingly abundantly. He do. Oh, yeah. He do. So, you really do need that. And you have to use it, like, and I'm talking, I'm preaching to myself, because if we're gonna be real, and we didn't even all talk about this as a group, this morning, I broke down in the bathroom, called them two and said, can y'all please come in here and pray for me? And it's like, we have to not let pride get in the way of thinking like, oh, we don't need prayer. Because even as a group, we joke like, oh, Naya the intercessor. And I literally felt the devil taunting me like, you crying in the shower, come on, prayer warrior. You, you the intercessor. Ooh, that's and so it's like pressure of like chills. <laughs> declare something over my own life and that's not to say you can't do it you can definitely do it but it's like don't have strong friend syndrome and of course we're all strong women that's not what i'm saying but i think y'all understand what i'm saying yeah. like, you need other people to make up the difference so when i'm at literally zero i know that you can pour into me and y'all are ready to go to bed for me so it's like why are you trying to fight this battle by yourself and there's eight god friend women downstairs literally. but you already just said it it, that right there is a, a testament to me that you use your tools for everybody else. Why you can't use your tools for yourself? Exactly. Yeah. That's strengthening it. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? I mean, I can relate to that because y'all know what's been happening to me these past couple months. But a lot of it stems from pride. And I'm not used to being in a friendship where they're not like, why'd you do that? Why? You know what I'm saying? Coming down to me. But when I finally reached out to y'all, I told y'all, like, y'all gave me a response that I never expected. So, like, I have comfortability now, like, Oh, if I'm going through something, I can call on them and they're not going to judge me. You know what I'm saying? They're going to help me get back up. They're going to pray over me because I never have friends who would pray over me and do stuff like that. So it's just like, God is like showing me like, you got to let that pride go. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you can't hold on to that because it's hurting you. Like, it's killing you more than it's helping you. So, yeah, just being in this center and seeing how I praise and how we go to God first and then we come to each other. Like, that helps everything ten times mm -hmm. better. So, yeah. I can definitely relate to that because when I tell you the devil has been on my back, he's um, like, but you know, the devil, he, he's sneaky, but God is stronger. Oh, okay. Okay. Exactly. Okay. He'll, he'll be in my head, he'll be like, and I won. And he got no new tricks. Yeah, and that's he got no new tricks. He's gone. 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 He's gone
as like people that are not like Christians or like believers is like we go through stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yes. same thing I'm going through, she's going through it, she's going through it, she's going through it. So if you don't say something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you're yeah. not gonna get any help. Exactly. Like how we know you're going through that, like yeah. unless you say something. Like of course we all going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. So just say something. Mm-hmm. And speaking on that, I wish people would not give this fairy tale of Christian mm-hmm. Christianity. This is like, the man, God, it's all over. <laughs> Bills I gotta pass. Okay. It's not like it's just yeah. everything, everything is getting to like that. It would be coming at you harder when you come harder. Yeah, because he knows. Because he knows. It's his time exactly. He gotta go, so he be like, oh, let me do this. Mm-hmm. No, but that's a good point. The prosperity gospel has got to go. They gotta go because and don't don't misconstrue what we're saying. Be blessed over here. Blessed, blessed, blessed. Spend time saying, how it's gonna get done, but it got done, but it got done, but it got done, but it got done. But God gonna pull you through. And that's not to that's not to take away from like, oh, I wanna be a Christian because I gotta go through. Because that's why I didn't I didn't like get my life sooner because I was always scared like oh, I'm gonna get attacked. Like, I'm really thinking it's coming to the, But it's just like it's not supposed to be easy, baby. Like it's going to be hard. This world is not meant for us. This is not our stopping point. This is a pit stop to where we going. So why would you lay your bed at the pit stop? Okay. You, no, you got somewhere to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be hard. We can, he gonna try everything. Satan cannot make it in heaven, so he's going to try to make sure none of us make yeah. it. But through Christ, we have all the tools. We have the authority over all of that. So it's not to scare nobody. Like, oh, don't be a Christian. Like, no. Don't move to the yeah. I would rather be in a war with God on my side than me out here fighting for myself. Somebody exactly. 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 I'm going like, to be 100% transparent here, though. What you said, like the whole debate of like giving yourself to God, for me, the hardest part was, who am I going to do this with? You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this by myself, and then, then what? I can't go help hang out with these people. And I feel like that's why, again, it comes back to the who you have around you. It makes it so much easier when you see people your age or around you in your community or whatever doing the same thing as you. Because now it's, if I don't have these people to hang out with anymore, I can chill with you. We can find an interest or something, even if we're only talking about God. We can have something to talk about. And I think that's what a lot of like young people like misconstrue. Is that the word? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, be, just being so young and like committed to Christ, it's like, what do y'all do? Same thing you do. Just don't. Just without the liquor. Just just without the um, weed. Mm-hmm. But we still talk. We still play games. We still do TikToks. Like, yeah. what is? I would say, what is it that is like? Technically, right now we outside. Oh, we're literally, literally like, like, Like you can still have a good fun life and be devoted to Christ. Like yeah. you, you have to choose though. And fun doesn't have to be linked to sin. Yeah. Like I don't think people understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But can we elaborate on running to other things? Because when you don't have God on your side, or you don't know your authority in Christ, or whose you are, your identity in Christ, you're gonna run mm-hmm. to weed. You're gonna run to the alcohol. But the problem with that is, what you gonna do? When you sober up, yeah. what you gonna do the next morning? Your problems are still there. Your mindset is still there. You were on a high for who knows how long. Depends on how much you smoke, whatever. But your same your situation remains. But with God, He can either change your situation or He'll keep you in it. Don't think that God's always gonna change your situation. But He can change your mindset. He can bring you people who are gonna help you get out of that. I was about to say, if you don't have a friend group or people that are following Christ. 
God, once you see Christ, like, he will bring you those people. Mm -hmm. And God will never leave you alone. So even if you feel like you're alone, when you're, like, kind of seeking Christ because all your worldly friends, they're not really interested in what you're trying to, like, be on, it's like, okay, but you got God by your side. Like, you're never alone. I like, okay. Yeah, yeah, like, that's, that's the one person that's not going to leave you alone. <laughs> I guess what I talk to. First of all, let me tell you something. Right? That's, <laughs> what I'm that's what I'm saying. And I feel like, you don't know what? Because maybe it's just me. I don't know how you guys are. But I've been talking to God like he's my friend. Yeah. Like, he's your friend. People, he's your people your think, oh, every time you pray, that be Lord, Father God, come to me. That's what I'm saying. I'd be like, I don't that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying, bro. And I feel like if you make it more a conversation, it's like way better because I feel like if you get so religious in every single prayer, like, I don't know, personally, that's not for me. Like, I'm the type of person, like, I'll be driving to work and I'll just be like, Lord, please don't have people irritate me. No drama. Keep peace of mind. Like, I feel like if it's just a conversation, it just, I don't know. He my friend. Now I'm not gonna hold you that. I'm not gonna do that prayer warrior come out of And you'll shock yourself too. Like, I feel like the closer you get to Christ, you'll be like, oh, like, he be showing you, like, yeah, this is your purpose. Like, there's this much in you and some. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he shows you your value. Like, So, okay, so I know we broke it down. We said that having that support really helps us uh -huh. um during the enduring the hallway so really quickly can we discuss when we feel like we get stuck in that hallway the most when it comes to me i feel as though when i am steadfast trying to do right walking in my purpose the enemy get mad and that's when things get a little shaky. But I have to start realizing in those moments that God, he allows certain things because he knows I can handle For me personally, um, <clears throat> I feel like I go through the hallway the most when um, I'm being obedient. Because for a long time, it was hard for me to be obedient. Um, because, you know, I would, I would, he would be telling me things, and I was like, I do not want to do that. So I wouldn't. So, and then things would get worse for me then. So now when I'm being obedient now, mm -hmm. the enemy does not like that. And he's trying to send distractions for me to be disobedient. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the one. Distraction. The distraction. As soon as you decide you're done with somebody, <laughs> you're humiliating. <laughs> Take me, girl. But for me, I'll say like the hallway is when that breakthrough about to come. And the thing is, you don't know how close you are, but spiritual warfare can be an indicator of how close you are. Because the devil only gonna, he's only gonna give you that energy and attention because he knows, okay, she a threat. I can't. I can't let her get what God has for her. Mm -hmm. So spiritual warfare should actually be encouragement. Like, okay, that door is right there. Mm -hmm. It's right there. Like I'm reaching in this hallway and it's a dark hallway and I can't see, but God is holding my hand. And I have faith that he gonna leave me there. The enemy be upset, intimidated, big mad, hurt, britches in a twist, 
because he know that you got to walk through the promise. And then the crazy thing about it is God allows him to do that to you. Yeah. Nothing backs it all back up to the whole faith thing. You got to be twisted and tied. He like, I need something to happen to you to shake your spirit mm -hmm. a little bit. Because that's going to show me how much you truly love me. Mm -hmm. How much you truly know that I'm going to do this for you. And you believe that versus somebody just telling you, oh, when your birthday comes, you're going to get this. You're going to get this and you get it. It don't work like that. Christianity yeah. don't work like that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So you have to go through those moments in the hallway. Because if, if you didn't go through the hallway, once you got it, it wouldn't be good enough. Exactly. You that's would appreciate it. You would appreciate it. So that's the reality of the hallway is needed. I feel like that's a good point too though because I feel like you don't understand how much you can handle until it comes to it. Like I didn't know I could, this is just like example, I didn't know I could like lose my job, lose my friends and like still be happy because I got God. But now I know I can do it, you know what I mean? So I just feel like God be showing you how strong you are when you're in the hallway because when you get to that blessing, you gotta maintain it. Mm -hmm. You can't get it and fumble it. Like exactly. you gotta know what to do. So it's like if he didn't make you strong in the hallway when you opened that door, mm -hmm. you was gonna get in another hallway because you wasn't ready for it. You wasn't yeah. ready for it. Like and he's too good to give it to you before you're ready. Yeah. yeah. He loves you too much. So let you know that. Yeah. He loves you too yeah. much. You know, I'll give it you ready. I think you just gotta remember that like you're not gonna get destroyed. Like, you might fall a couple times, but you don't keep getting back up. Yeah. Some, some scriptures say somebody falls down eight times, get up ten or nine. Yeah, the righteous man falls and gets back up. Yeah. Exactly. Eight times. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So it's like, either way, like, whatever you're going through, like, yeah, you might keep tripping and stuff, but, like, you're not going to get destroyed. Like, you're going to come out of the end. So you just got to keep going. Yeah. And that's a big part of Christianity, too. It's like, uh, that like you beat yourself up so bad because you know you walked in this faith and there are times when you in that hallway you like I'm, I'm gonna just sit here mm -hmm. because yeah. I ain't even gonna continue to fight to try to open up that door mm -hmm. and then it's like sometimes we beat ourselves up about being in the hallway that we we make ourselves have to sit in there longer by force nothing that we're supposed to be in there longer it's the fact that you decide to go along with what kept you in the hallway does that make sense yeah. like you in the hallway because of something in a situation in a moment and you entertaining that situation or that moment keeps you in the hallway even longer. Yeah. Because let's be for real, it's not always the devil. You know you shouldn't have did it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's That's the don't condemn yourself about it. Yeah. Like as long as you you still have that guilt feeling for doing it, you're okay. The whole get back up again. I know, I know I was wrong for that. But don't say Lord, well, forgive me. You do the same thing as we. Yeah, that's that's the difference. Yeah. Because if I say I'm really, I'm, I really feel bad for this, you actually have to try not to do it again. If it happens, it happens. Understandable, but get back up again. When you have conviction, that's how you know you still with God. Because people that are sinning and living in sin every day, they don't care. But if you do something like God, I'm so sorry. Like I know I was supposed to do that. Like that means He's still with you. Like that's a good sign. Like that means get back up and try again because he's still right there with you like if god wasn't with you when you were sinning you wouldn't feel bad about it but sure. now i can feel your presence when i'm doing it and now i feel so bad about it so it's yeah. like i know yeah. you're still here and it's just like i'm not going to the thing about god he's going to hit you during it while you're doing it he ain't going to wait till after you're going to be in the middle of doing what you're not supposed to be doing he's going to be like you're going to have that thought in my head like Ooh. yeah you always know yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and then 
like she was saying, a repeated cycle of doing the same thing over again. And you just like, why am I still in the same position? You got to think. You in the hole. You keep doing the same thing over again. So ain't nothing going to change if you stop doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to add, y'all are like putting every single thing together. Because I was thinking to myself, the obedience piece and the tool piece that I was saying earlier, if he's giving you the tools and you sitting on them mm -hmm. and you're not being obedient and using it, using it, he will put you in that hallway. That's the reason why you got put in the hallway. Mm -hmm. Because you sitting on something that he, you sitting here, God, I need this, God, I need this. You got the tool to get it there. He gonna put you in that hallway so you realize that you even got it. And you can use it to open the door and get it out. Yes, girl, you got it. Really yes. 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 Bro, hold on, hold on. I wanna say something to the key. Cause we did an escape room. Anytime we felt stuck, what could we do? Ask them for a clue. We're not in this by ourselves. We can say, God, show me, cause I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. You giving me this, this hammer, this, 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 this. What am I supposed to do with this? And he gonna help you. You in the hallway, but he's guiding you through it. Actually, he will give Stevie. Fine. Okay. Go ahead, Dana. And when you say like sitting on the tools and everything, that to me it feels like not even moving at all. Like you're in this hallway, but you have all the tools. You're not walking down the hallway. Walking down the hallway is actually the preparation part to me because it feels like my hallway is waiting on the right relationship, like the God-sent relationship. And I know that like the hallway is pre preparation. It's me preparing myself more this God said relationship that I'm about to have because just like you said it's not going to give us anything that we're not ready for mm -hmm. so yeah but it's like if I'm not preparing myself to be the wife that I know that I'm going to be and I'm still like entertaining all of these people that I know I'm not supposed to be entertaining I have all the tools but I'm not really walking down the hallway I'm choosing to stay where I was and entertain all these different people mm -hmm. that I know I shouldn't be to walk down the hallway preparing myself for the door that's about to be I need, hold on. I need to touch on this. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the relationships. That's like faith without works is dead. Absolutely. So if you're giving you the tools and you're not using them because you want him to give it to you instead of using the tools that he gave to you to get it, then what are you doing? You're wasting time. What are you doing? Yeah, let's talk about it because. You can't even maintain a relationship with God. How are you gonna maintain a relationship with a man? Okay. <laughs> Baby, okay. You can't even get up and read that Bible. Okay. Come on. And I'm thinking to myself, not y'all. No, seriously. But that's what you're talking about. He's not gonna give it to you if you can't. You can't even talk to him every day. How are you gonna give you another man to talk to? You're not even talking to him every day. You can't maintain a relationship. He's not gonna give you nothing else. Because the thing is, why would I give you something to distract you from me? You can't see me at all now. Too. 
And so you, you just gotta remember that. And there's somebody on the other side of your obedience. There's somebody who needs what you have, because we're just not here for no reason. Yeah. We're not here just to sit and waste space or have fun. God wants us to have joy, but we also have a mission, a predestined thing. Yeah. But the thing though, like, and during the hallway, to me, well, no, scripture says, like, self-control and obedience goes hand in hand. It's a verse, or a scripture in, like, Proverbs, and it says, like, a city with no walls is like a woman with no self-control. Mm. And it's like, sometimes we think that, like, self-control, we can do that, but that's a fruit of the spirit. It's not something we can do by our own mind. So you have to call the Lord and say, okay, I need your self-control because it's causing me not to be obedient. It's causing me to do what I know is wrong, and I'm stuck in the same sense like this over and over again. So when I saw that scripture the other day, I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is about me. This is like about me, but it's just like, why is it screaming? You have to move yourself out of the way. Like, we have to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. People ain't ready for that part of the They're not, but it's like, you have to realize that thing that you want so bad, you have to lay yourself down first before you get there. Before you open up that door, you gotta lay yourself out of the way. Yeah. And I think the most beautiful thing is, is that once you get closer to God, it's almost like we don't want it no more. Cause you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, people are like, oh, like when you get closer to God, like God gives you blessings stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's okay, like, let me see what he got. But once you really understand who God is yeah. and you get in that relationship, you're like, you know what? I don't want none of I just want you God. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That just yeah. reminded me because like when I first came to Christ a year ago, this went to my one year. Hell yeah. But when I first came to Christ, I was so focused on a man. You know what I'm saying? Now I came to the point, it's been like weeks. I've been telling God, like, if you practice God before I meet my husband, I'm okay. Like, I'm not focused. Because I know what Jesus has is way better. It would fulfill me better. Like, having a man here on earth, like, yes, that would be great and start a family. But I know God is bigger than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, what I'll have with him being his presence. And then, first of all, when we get married here on earth, when we get married here on earth, like, it's, we don't take that marriage with us to heaven. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be us and the Father. So, but it, it took me a while to get there because I'm like, Lord, some husband, some husband, just like, you ain't told, you ain't did what I told you to do back in January. Yeah. You ain't did what I told you to do. You birthed not saved. So it was just like, I was like, okay, let me do what you tell me to do. And now I have no desire for I really want to, God is like putting like the word training over me right now. Like the yeah. hallway is training. You start a new job, they're not going to put you on the floor and you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Like you are being trained. You might not like it, but you're being set up for, to do it the right way. Yeah. Do it the right way. Yeah. Because yeah. this training would be irritating. <laughs> 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 this hallway could be the moment. Say, let's just say everybody on that seat right now is hopeful for a husband, right? Mm -hmm. Once you got it, once you're out that hallway, she said, <laughs> <laughs> once you're out that hallway, now you have something to instill into your family. Now you have something to instill into your family, whereas you didn't have much to give them before. You were trying to find them for yourself. You're trying to figure out how do I get closer. You can't help someone get closer. I'm not saying that you're supposed to help someone get close to him, but when you're strong in your faith, no one can bring you out of it. So when someone else is struggling with their faith, you can be that strong suit for them. But that's because y'all right now are building that foundation to be able to uphold y'all's family right. to the standard of God. Yeah. Yeah.
And what I think, that's the one thing that was like really pushing me so hard to come to Christ because I was like, it's not for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, God gonna bless me. What about my kids? Mm -hmm. What about my sisters? Mm -hmm. What about my mom, my dad? Like, it's other people that's attached to it. It's not just for me. So when mm -hmm. I'm going down that hallway, this is for my kids. Mm -hmm. This is for my kids' kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is not just for me. Like, mm -hmm. God will never make something just for you. Like, people are attached to your your salvation. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you don't know how you want to impact people by you just walking, you just being obedient, you just being faithful. Mm -hmm. It's crazy that Gabby said that because think about it. If there's such thing as generational curses, imagine, I'm gonna say generational wealth because that's spiritual wealth in my eyes. Mm -hmm. um, what we're praying, fasting, my grand, 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 grandkids gonna be like, oh, I don't know about y'all because my grandma used to pray. Mm -hmm. This is all I know. I think also it makes me think of like about our group mm -hmm. and like because I mean I guess it's with the generation but like we are young women mm -hmm. that is like hungry for Christ you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. like Sorry. that like starving <laughs> like that doesn't always happen and it makes me think like I mean everyone has a different like backgrounds but I know like a couple PKs that are here it's like I mean, me personally, I feel like my follow and like me, like just like going to Christ mm -hmm. is because of my parents, because I was raised in the church, because they showed me what it looked like to represent Christ. Mm -hmm. So I'm just thinking like, if that was my mom and this is how I am now and I'm 21 years old, yeah. like, that's what I'm saying. You ain't seen nothing yet. That's what I'm saying. But about that, like even, and this connects to what Jemiah was saying, like I am not like any way like, a past kid or like nobody in my family was ever like well that I know of. Mm -hmm. But I know that my great grandmother was very in the church. And but I wasn't raised in that. Like my mom and my grandma and them, like they didn't really instill that in me. Mm -hmm. But it's most likely because of my great grandmother and people before her that were praying mm -hmm. why I had to hear about the Lord. Mm -hmm. So definitely yeah. like what you were saying, I think that definitely applies. Mm -hmm. So yeah. But that's like that scripture is like raise a child up, like the way the church is child never depart from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we won't want our church all the time when I was a kid. We stopped going to church when I was like eight. Yeah. But my mom had taught me when I was very young, like how to pray, and I never left me. Like she taught me how to pray, and she taught me like who Jesus was and what he did for us and all stuff. And I never see her do it anymore, but it's just like because I know who that was as a child, it never left me. Like, mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I'm not saying like the path is gonna be perfect, like oh no. since like we're following Christ, okay, our kids are gonna do it right away. Like no, not at all. But like I know me personally, like it was like Christ was heavy, 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 and then some family stuff happened, and then it was kind of like where Christ at. But I went right back to Christ. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like either way, like it might be a journey for like our like family to come to get there. But they gonna get there because of what we're putting into our lives and praying on our future family's life. And then also like in the word, God makes promises. Mm -hmm. So it's like I know that if I fear God and do my best to follow His path, my prayers are gonna work. Like so, my kids like they may not start off how I want them to start off, but I'm not gonna give up like praying until. Mm -hmm. They're where they have to be. At the end of the day, we don't even know what it's going to be when the door opens. Mm -hmm. God knows the true intentions of our heart, or God knows like God knows our desires. And it may not even be like a husband that you're wanting. It may be to feel love. Mm -hmm. Whatever we truly desire, 
God can see past all the all the things that we think we want. He can see like what we really, really want. So when we open that door, it's gonna be better than we ever expected. And Karen, just to touch on what you said, whenever you said family, going through some family stuff, that definitely is a trial right there. Because literally, and this is just an example, literally after, I was like senior year of college after I graduated, got a job, lost it, grandmother passed, didn't know I was going to do. Started going to church with deep, Jemima, then I met all y'all. So it's like a full yeah. circle yeah. back in. So you never know what God's going to do. And it's a little off topic, but it's on topic. <laughs> <laughs> stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. I can't wait to see us at the age of where our grandparents or parents gave their life to Christ. A lot of them didn't give it to Christ until they were 40, 30 something years old. And here we are attacking those same battles that they did later on. So some of the battles that they went through, we're not even gonna have to go through. Spiritual warfare wise. But as far as now I can see the different things. We know like everybody's like, don't worry about it. I'm like, what you mean don't worry about it? I'm gonna worry about it now. I can understand the the sayings that were said then now. And now it's like when people are like, you might not hear me now, but you'll you'll understand later. Wrapping all everything that you've ever been told and all that stuff into your Christian life is like, oh. Okay, but the fact that we get to do it at a younger age is almost not saying a cheat code, but it's kind of awesome to watch as I'm looking at within myself or watching y'all grow into it. It's like, mm, one day you're gonna be a deacon. One day, it's like, it's, it's like, it's just crazy. To it see. is beautiful. It's beautiful because you can almost see like a like a slim like because I don't know God's purpose is for everybody. But you can see a little bit of it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can see almost a preview yeah, of what they blessed. can really be. Yeah, yeah. blends. So it's beautiful that we're like this young because now I can be like, even if I'm in California and you in London or something, I can still be like, whoa, so she did that. Mm -hmm. That was her per You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's beautiful. That's good. But, was, oh my gosh. I was about to say, what you about to say? I was just going to say, like, going off of what Jamie said about fearing God, I feel like a lot of people misinterpret that. Fearing God means to respect Him yeah. and respect what He's telling you to do, His word, and what He wants for you. <laughs> that's good. But I was going to say, okay, so for anybody that's listening, they might have a better understanding of why they're in the hallway. So what would everybody say is like your one piece of advice to endure? Because we know why we're in it. We know God's going to get us through. But practically, this is hard, and I know God's going to pull me through. So how do I endure? Um, what would y'all say? I would say... Of course, praying, being the word, worship, you know, to have that relationship with God, but fellowship is like the key, 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 key thing. Mm -hmm. Because, like, they point out things to me that I may not be thinking about, I haven't visited, or whatever. And then I'm like, oh, dang, like, I haven't even thought about that, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like finding some, some type of community, like, don't just try to do it all on your own. Like, mm -hmm. find somebody who can disciple you or just give you some type of insight. Oh, I've been through that before. Let me tell you how I got through that. You know what I'm saying? Just mm -hmm. something simple as that. Like, fellowship was the key thing for me. Mm -hmm. Like, doing that. But yeah. I would say, I guess I have two things. I would say definitely reading the word. The only way you can fight these demons is through the word. Like, that's mm -hmm. in the word. Mm -hmm. So, even if you're, like, not reading the Bible start to finish, like, you can look up, like, scriptures on what you're dealing with. I know that helps me a lot. Just, like, 
looking up like a Bible on this, scriptures on this, and then looking at what God has said about this season. And you know, if it's in there, it's facts. Mine's gonna be short, sweet, and to the point, it won't be long. You are in here, it's not a time frame on it, but just know there is an end to it, into this season. And then you start your next season, you start a whole new hallway. So it's get you'll be you'll be okay. You'll be okay. Is the overall point. You not find somebody or just pray on it within yourself. You have to get over that pride aspect of not knowing where to go. But majority, find a pastor. Find a mentor. Help you get through the thoughts that you're battling within yourself. You have to get that that help. But also like, are you bettering yourself to be able to receive the blessing that you're waiting on? So, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. That's good. You just gotta use your weapons. Stay faithful. Mm -hmm. Stay faithful. Stay faithful. That's good. Well, I have one thing to say though. <laughs> pray, pray, pray for discernment. Be mm -hmm. spirit led. Do not wisdom. Pick the first person to say they're a pastor. Because some of these pastors is false teachers. False prophets. We are in last days, so they rising up more now. False teachers, false prophets, all of the things like they gonna lead you astray. Be spirit led. If something don't feel right in your gut, that's the, that's the spirit. It's telling yeah. you don't do it. So you have to listen to the spirit. Use discernment. If it don't feel right, don't do it. If you feel God telling you this ain't it, that ain't it. And keep going until you God's like this it right here. But yeah. Oh, check your pastor's words, bruh. Like, or not your pastor, but the every sermon that you see, like, make sure that, like, if it's something that you really felt, make sure that it's in the word. Make sure that you're not only listening to things that you hear from other people, but that you're checking, you're validating. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, just really quick, the only thing that helps me, regardless of whether it be in the hallway, just enjoy my heart with Jesus, I remember he promised me. Okay. So that's that's what's holding me up. Okay. I don't care what I'm going through now, what I'm about to go through, it don't matter. He promised me. So I'm gonna kill him. That's the way. That's that's it. If he said it, it's happening. That's it. Yeah, I'm sorry. So my final thing would just be to know that nothing that you're going through is in vain. None of your tears are in vain. God knows how many hairs are on your head. He knows how many tears that you shed and he's not gonna let that go to waste. Mm -hmm. So you might be crying and there might be times where you don't have anything to pray except God help me. Mm -hmm. I've been there, yeah. but he knows what you need. He can intercede, Jesus will intercede for you to the Father even when you don't have any words left. Mm -hmm. And so you'll get there. He takes care of the lilies, he takes care of the animals, the birds that they don't even do what we do. We have dominion over them, so how much more is he going to care for you? Yeah. Even if you just got to call on his name because the enemy don't want you to open your mouth. But if all you can say is Jesus, 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 like, call on his name. And that can still move out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just got three. Pray. God hears you. And just say, God, God. Yeah. Yeah. You know what my dad is? Like, I'll literally be like that sometimes. <laughs> like, you know what my dad is? Like, come on, bro. Don't play. Just to wrap that up, y'all, so even when you're in the hallway, we mainly did this so that you can, like, stay encouraged, be encouraged, like, it's not for no reason, like, you're going through this hallway to get to your next blessing, to get to your next, um, level in Jesus, <laughs> so keep going, we mainly just wanted to keep everybody encouraged, and we had a scripture to end off with so that y'all can know we're not just making up stuff. This is what the words say, okay? <laughs> this is what, we're not just making up, we're not just getting up here talking. Okay, James 1. 
and 12, it says, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. So keep that in mind when you're going down this hallway. God already promised you the crown. You're going to get it. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind and stay encouraged. And thank y'all for watching our podcast. We love y'all. Thank you guys again for tuning into this week's episode. We hope that you guys were blessed. If you have any comments or any thoughts, let's keep the conversation going down in the comments below. If there's anything that you'd like us to touch on and talk about in the following episodes to come, let us know. Share to a friend or a family member. We just want to be a blessing to each other in this journey, in this walk with Jesus. All right. Love y'all. Be blessed.